welcome to the Make Stoicism a Habit podcast. I'm Matt Schmidt. This podcast is brought to you by the book Stoic Habits, now available on Amazon Kindle. End creating 11. Never say about anything, I have lost it, but rather I have given it back. Is your child dead? It is given back. Is your wife dead? It is given back. Is your sperm taken away? Well, that is also given back. But the person who took it was bad. And does another who goes through the same means ever get demanded it back? For so long as you do, you take care of it. But if something you do not own, as travelers, treat it as an end. And Corinthian looks at the idea of our choice and our perceptions and how they deal with disappointment. We may be angry, grieving, or sad about things. But we have a sense of ownership with things as well that can set us back. Stoicism shows that we don't actually have ownership of things and what is in our life. We should not have attachment. Maybe we should have a healthy detachment. We make things look as if they are our own and when they're taken away we get sad, we get frustrated. We have to have an aspect of when we say is given back. The view is that you cannot hold on to things. You have to take care of those things but they're not your own. Think of these things in your life as if you're renting, renting an apartment, renting a home. You don't actually own them, but you do serve a purpose. They put a roof over your head. You're investing emotionally in things, and it brings resentment and bitterness. And what happens is when we lose these things, we think that life's unfair. We think that life is coming after us. We have to deal with it. But how do you deal with it? It takes a level of maturity or emotional maturity. Without a doubt, emotions are the most powerful responses to any person that can have, especially when dealing with disappointment. Emotions influence our thought process. They affect our overall well-being. Emotional maturity is the ability to understand and effectively manage your full range of emotional responses in a manner that restrains your well-being. In a quest for self-improvement, having absolute control over your emotions influences your behavior and your physical reactions in any aspect of life. Life is unpredictable, and every day comes with own surprises that leaves us ecstatic or distraught. Accepting the good with the bad is part of life and equips you mentally and emotionally to better handle every eventuality in a manner that has a lasting solution. Emotional maturity is also referred to as emotional intelligence, and it's a virtue that is systematically propagated in an individual by turning their experiences into learning opportunities that boost emotional tenacity. How do you build this type of thing? You have to be self-conscious, self-aware. The first step to developing this is doing a complete evaluation of yourself to map out triggers and how to respond to personal triggers. Without exercising some level of control over your emotions, it's easy to lose yourself in situations that can be remedied by emotional restraint. In doing so, you end up aggravating a simple issue into a complicated situation. Self-consciousness entails us knowing that your influence on your thought process and feelings can be a positive or negative. It leads to important personal decisions and environments to avoid, friends to caught off, and those things as well as knowing how to best respond to something, even if you do lose something that's important in your life. You embrace responsibility. A big part of self-development is applying yourself in a productive manner that yields results. Taking responsibility of your own situation, your own actions, gets you control over events in your life. This means you blame less and focus more on dealing with the real situation. You also understand that if there is loss in your life, you have to know how to handle it. 
having a sense of duty also sharpens your ability to accept failure and recovering fast as well as being accustomed to success. Responsibility also means practicing self-care. Looking out for yourself entails developing a healthy self-esteem, doing what's regular for you in order to have adequate life. Striving for self-reliance, creating an independent environment for yourself saves the burden of frustration and disappointment. Relying on your efforts lets you manage your expectations realistically. You can relate to a level of success with the collective efforts you invested in working out in order to have more self-improvement, in order to have a more fulfilling life. This way you're more content with the control you possess over various aspects, especially externals that may be influencing your life. Focus on the present. Emotional maturity develops as a result of living in the present. You fashion your future by mastering the current situations. Stay oblivious to things in your life that end up repressing feelings from the past and point to turn in a more emotional wreck. Stay on top of things when dealing with situations as they unfold. This means moving forward free of unnecessary emotional baggage that may be wearing you down like an anchor. Be accountable. Emotional maturity helps you find the best outcome for every situation, but it's not a guarantee that you'll make mistakes. In the occurrence of this, it's plausible to reflect on the situation and take full responsibility for any shortcomings. It's not only fulfilling what prevents from unhealthy habits of being too hard on yourself and also helps your self-esteem. Maturity is a personal attribute that is constantly put to test the more you exercise it in different situations and it becomes natural for you. Being emotionally put together is essential for optimal health and also having a better lifestyle.